Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Okay, we've got an update from the Senate on their conferees for the Constitutional Carry Committee. Now, this thing went into conference committee after the House and Senate could not agree on a, uh, a united bill. So now it's in conference committee. The three senators that are on this committee. Okay, this is how things work in Columbia. There is no reason, no reason whatsoever that I can think of, and maybe there is, maybe there's something in in our South Carolina Constitution or in the law, the rules of the Senate. They're not laws, they're rules. Why does there have to be a Democrat on this committee? Why? Well, the simple reason is that they want diversity, equity, and inclusion. They want to include everybody. They want to give the Democrats a say when really they don't even deserve a say because we've got a supermajority in the House. We've got a supermajority in the Senate and we've got the governor's mansion. The Democrats shouldn't even be in on the conversation. And I've said it before. If I was South Carolina Senator or South Carolina Congressman Charlie James and the Democrats stood up, I'd go, you have no say here, sir and or madam. Have a seat. The Republicans are in control right now. You had your chance under Jim Hodges. Take a seat. But no. With the uniparty that we have in Columbia, it is pretty obvious that they want the Democrats to have a say. That's why they wanted that uh, change in the rules committee, in the rules. That would have allowed two people, Davey Hyatt and Todd Rutherford, they would be the only people that could put up amendments. Everybody else that put up an amendment would be out of order, giving the Democrats parity. Why? Why here in South Carolina? I don't understand it. I really don't. That's why we've got primaries coming up, and we need to make sure these people are no longer in office. That's what we need to do. So, anyway, getting back to this conference committee. Massey, Martin, and the Democrat, Hutto are on the Senate side 
of this committee, Massey, Martin, and Hutto. You need to call Massey if he is your state. Here's what you need to do. You need to call your state senator. You need to get in touch with them. You need to email them, however you can do it, and tell them that they need to agree with the House version of the constitutional carry bill. Now, how do you do that? Maybe you don't know who your state senator is. Here's what you do. You text SCREP, S-C-R-E-P, to 71307. It will send you a list. Well, you put in your information, <clears throat> your address, all of that, and it will, it will give you, it will take you to a page with all of your representatives here in South Carolina. It will start out with Lindsey Graham and Tim Scott. Then it will go down to your congressmen, the folks that are in Washington. Then it will go to your state senators and your state congressmen. Text SC Rep to 71307. It will bring those up. If, especially if, if Massey or Martin or even Hutto overwhelm Hutto's phone calls and tell them to agree with the House version of this bill. Because what the Senate version does, it creates not one, well, not two, but not three, but actually three different classes of people. So if you, let's just say, just as an example here, don't get all bent up on, on the details. But let's say you, the three of you, three people are, because we passed constitutional carry, if we have the Senate version. You are concealed carrying, but you accidentally walk into an establishment that has a no concealable weapons allowed sign displayed, and you're caught. Would you think that all three of you would get the same sentence? You would imagine that that would be the case, but it is not. Because if one of you has a concealed weapons permit, you get a lighter sentence than the person who doesn't have a concealed carry permit. And... If your third friend is in the state legislature or a whole long list of other agencies, they get no sentence because they can carry there legally. Well, that's not right because under the 14th Amendment of the United States Constitution, we are all equal under the law. But the Senate version actually puts three different classes of people in this bill. Now, will, would this be overturned if it went to the Supreme Court? Probably so. Probably so. But also understand, that's why the, the, the Uniparty in Columbia wants to put Democrats on the bench. Circuit courts, Supreme Courts. They put a woman on the Supreme Court who was too old to actually fulfill her full term. And that was the woman that helped to shoot down the heartbeat bill. I don't understand how Columbia works. I think it's the heat. The heat gets to them there. Their brains are baked. Something in the broad river, the water from the broad river just cooks their brains. So call your state senators. Let them know to, especially if it's Massey, Martin, or Hutto, tell them to agree with the House version of this bill. Again, if you need to know their numbers, go to SCREP. Text SCREP to 71307. It'll send you a link. Click on that link. Put in your address. 
It'll send up everything you need to know. All right, carpro.com talk line, 800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, 71307. Well, if we've learned nothing at all from this Fannie Willis case that's going on right now, because remember, we have now, we're not even, we don't even have the Trump election champering case going on right now. Right now, this is all about big Fannie Willis and her relationship with Nathan Wade. Well, it goes, and we're finding more and more out about Fannie Willis. In fact, Fannie Willis, Fulton County District Attorney, subjected her employees to mandatory race training, forcing the entire office to rate black or white skin colors as either good or bad. As according to training slides in a video that was obtained by Breitbart, um, if you didn't participate in the quiz, you got fired. Sources who shared the race training with uh, Breitbart News wanted to remain anonymous because there would be retribution. You can imagine that because it was a corrupt and hostile work environment inside the district attorney's office. Sources described the race training as a directive straight from Fannie Willis, who injected racism into the office from the second she got hired. Willis won election in 2020 and is up for re-election this November. In 2021, she began probing former President Donald Trump. Dubbed an implicit bias test, a Harvard website generated uh, the diversity, equity, and inclusion slides that made some sources feel ashamed of being white employees. Willis had some guy be live for roughly eight hours. My gosh. He was a former member of Obama's White House, of course. The training suggested that the United States was founded on the sins of white men and the slaughter of the Native Americans. One source described, I thought it was so wrong. Willis uh, pulled it off as diversity training, but it was more of an attack on the white relations thing. One element of the training described by a source was a slide test where users had to choose to move an image of a white person into a block that said bad in order to complete the program. So you, you weren't even given a choice. You had to complete the, plo- the, the program. So therefore, in order to complete the program, you had to move the white guy over into the bad category. Wow, that's classical conditioning, isn't it? That is 100% classical conditioning. The only way that I can get through this and keep my job is to move the white guy into the bad category. Man, Pavlov was right. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. And welcome back to the program. So a lot of people, a lot of time, you know, we hear all everything that's going on in the world right now. And it's it's hideous. It really is. And and I, I know it feels like there's a huge cloud hanging over this country. In fact, it feels like there's a huge cloud hanging over the entire world right now. It's more of a specter than anything. And a lot of people are saying, could we be in the end times? Could the book of Revelation actually be happening or beginning right now? Well, coming up at 535, we're going to be talking with Troy Anderson. He's an author. He's written a book about this subject, and I can't wait to hear what he has to say about that. Again, Troy Anderson coming up at 535. Are we living in the end times? Well, one of the reasons there is a huge dark cloud over this country is Joe Biden and the Biden administration. We all know that. Even the Democrats know that. They're aware of that. So there's a lot of been, been a lot of talk about impeachment of Joe Biden. Well, I don't think that's going to happen. I really don't. Now, remember, we had articles of impeachment drawn up against Joe Biden. And, and you can just look at several failures that he's had. The economy, certainly. Immigration, absolutely. Shutting down the energy sector of this country, 100%. Weaponizing our agencies against American citizens. And how he handled the withdrawal in Afghanistan, where he left behind billions of dollars of military equipment that is now being used by our enemy. I would even hazard to throw in there that whole deal with Ukraine where he said, if you don't fire the prosecutor, you're not getting the billion dollars. I would throw that in there as well. So Representative Ken Buck, who is iffy at best as far as being conservative. He introduced a measure yesterday called the vice and called on Vice President Kamala Harris to invoke the 25th Amendment to remove President Joe Biden from office. Now, this is a guy, Ken Buck, who has been very skeptical when it comes to impeachment. His resolution urges Harris to convene the cabinet to declare what is obvious to a horrified nation that the president is unable to successfully discharge the duties and powers of his office. And I'll give you a perfect example. Perfect example. Lloyd Austin was defense secretary, by the way. Lloyd Austin went into the hospital. He didn't tell anybody that he was in the hospital. Nobody knew where Lloyd Austin was. The president of the United States, when we've got what's going on in Ukraine, when we've got what's going on in Israel, when we've got what's going on in Jordan, we've got what's going on with Iran, we've got what's going on with China and Taiwan, the president of the United States did not pick up the phone for the entire week 
to call, to convene, to talk with our defense secretary. He didn't even know that this guy was AWOL, and that's exactly what he was. He was absolutely AWOL. If you're a buck private and you go missing for a week, do you get forgiven? No. You get thrown in the brig. If you're a sergeant, you get stripped of rank. If you're any member of the military, that happens. You're AWOL. But the Secretary of Defense, no, everything's fine. Everything's good. No problem there. But this, but the mo- most important thing was he went missing for a week, and our president didn't speak to him. Our Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg, Booty Juice, he went missing for six weeks, and nobody knew about it. That shows how good he is at his job, right? So plenty of reasons to impeach Joe Biden. Well, Ken Buck has been against all that. And, uh, of course, we know he is uh, retiring, retiring, Ken Buck. He said, I want to make sure that we don't ruin this institution over a tit-for-tat impeachment. But see, that's not what it is. You look at the impeachments of Donald Trump. Those were ridiculous. Donald Trump made the perfect phone call to Ukraine. Donald Trump told the people in Washington, D.C. to go home and be peaceful. Not good enough for the Democrats and a lot of Republicans. So Ken Buck is calling for the 25th Amendment, which allows the vice president, along with the majority of the cabinet, cabinet, to declare that the president is no longer capable of fulfilling the duties of office. No vice president has ever used these powers. But remember, for four years... Under Donald Trump, that's all you heard. That's all you heard was use the 25th Amendment. In fact, a bunch of celebrities even got out urging, urging electors. Listen to what they did. Listen to what they did. Celebrities put out a video calling for electors not to seat Donald Trump. Imagine that. And yet the people from January the 6th, have been in jail for how long? Many of them without a trial? Good grief. I don't know where we are in the world right now. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show, News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All you got to do is watch the news, read the news, and you will uh, start thinking to yourself, I mean, look at what we got going on. We got uh, disease, we got famine, we got excess deaths, artificial intelligence, 
war on the horizon going on all over the place. It makes you think that maybe we are in biblical times, and perhaps we are. Joining us right now is Troy Anderson. He is a co-author of Revelation 911, How the Book of Revelation Intersects with Today's Headlines. Troy, welcome to the program. How are you? Hi, yeah, Charlie. It's great to be on your show. I'm, I'm doing great. So um, all of those things that I just mentioned, how do they line up with the book of Revelation? Well, you know, Charlie, I've been a journalist for, for three decades, and over the last uh, dozen years or so, I've, I've been investigating. Are we really moving into these end-time events that the Bible talks about? I've done hundreds of interviews. I think this is the, the sixth book that I've written on this mm-hmm. topic. And in the book, we list 55 different signs that Jesus told us to watch for that would indicate we're moving into the end times. And when you look through that list, you, you see it in, the, in the headlines almost d- daily. I mean, these, these, these gigantic natural disasters, yeah. the push for globalism, mark of the beast technologies, the wars breaking out around the world. We even had this, this great American eclipse coming up on April 8th yeah. that formed this gigantic X in the middle of America. So it's like, it's like, it's like God is sending us this message, you know, wake up. You know, uh, we're, we, we very well could be moving to these times that, the, you know, the Apostle John warned us about in, in the book of Revelation. So, but, but I think every generation, um, for a long time now, has felt like they were living in the end times. What does, what makes this generation even more dangerous, I'll, I'll say? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're, you're exactly right. There's been, you know, many, many different times throughout over the last 2,000 years that, you know, different generations thought this was it. We're, we're definitely moving into the, the end times, and, and this is it. We've only got a few years left or something. But what's different today is that we actually have, you know, there's descriptions in the book of Revelation that talk about what very well could be nuclear war. And so for the first time in history, we actually could destroy the world. Uh, you know, thank God, I, I believe God has held back that, you know, for decades now since we developed nuclear bombs. But then also you've got all these, these technologies, artificial intelligence, uh, computer chip implants, uh, you know, the electronic uh, uh, banking, the surveillance state. I mean, for the first time in history, you have all these technologies where you could actually have this mark of the beast system where you can't buy or sell without this. And now we're watching, you know, governments and banks worldwide rolling out digital currencies and cashless society and all these things. So there's just a, this sort of an overwhelming amount of ch- changes going on in, in society that, you know, is, is leading, you know, not just me, but many, many people who study Bible prophecy to, to believe that, that you know, we, we very well could be getting, you know, closer to what the, the book of Revelation and, and many, many different books in the Bible talk about. You know, we, we, we sit here and no man knows the, 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 the time um, uh, of the end, but um, we've never had the technology like we have now. People getting chips implanted. Um, uh, eye scanning technology. Uh, uh, it's just, it really is amazing that <laughs> that this is, it seems to be ushered in, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, in my investigation, you know, I've been looking at, you know, who who's behind the scenes? Who, who's, who's pulling the strings here? Who's bringing about these things? And it seems like Everything we see happen, of course, you know, I, I believe there's a, there's a spiritual component to it. You know, the yeah. Bible tells us that, you know, our fight is not against flesh and blood, it's against principalities and powers. And so, I mean, ultimately, you know, Satan and this and these demonic, you know, armies, essentially, are behind the scenes, you know, influencing human events. But but here, you know, here on Earth, I mean, we're watching, you know, you know, the elite, you know, openly discussing, you know, world government summits, the need for a world government, 
you know, they're saying because of the extreme climate change and the possibility of nuclear war, we need to bring the world together and that will bring peace. You know, but of course, you know, the Bible warns that that would, you know, sort of set us up for the rise of the Antichrist and the false prophet, some kind of, you know, terrible dictator uh, that could reside over the system and have access to the world's, you know, armaments and nuclear weapons yeah. to control the world. And so, you know, we're also seeing this this whole globalism push is something yeah. uh, the Bible talked about, you know, throughout uh, Scripture. Like one world government, like the, the uh, uh, World Economic Forum wants, right? Yeah, Klaus Schwab, the chairman of the World Economic Forum, just a couple of years ago during the pandemic, released a book called uh, uh, COVID-19, and he called for the—actually, released a book called The Great Reset. Yeah. And he called for a great reset of capitalism. And as you as you dig into that, and it's all openly you know talked about on their website and all kinds of articles— uh, it's essentially a push for some kind of socialistic world government, and we're seeing all kinds of policies, you know, not just in America, but around the world, the open borders, the immigration crisis, the, you know, the, the digital currencies, the sort of surveillance, you know, pretty much all these different things sort of converging to, to move us into this, this ideal, idealistic utopian system they, they envision. But, you know, of course, the Bible warns us it, it, it's not going to turn out that way. Tell us a little bit more about this um, eclipse coming up in April, because I am hearing that the path of this eclipse passes six cities by the name of Nineveh. Yeah, this eclipse is very interesting. So we had another eclipse seven years ago. That passed through seven cities named uh, Salem, which is also another word for Jerusalem. Right. And then now this new eclipse is passing through seven cities in America. I think actually one extra one in Canada called Nineveh of all yeah. names. Yeah. And of course, you know, in the Bible, God sent the prophet Jonah to Nineveh to warn them of judgment. And of course, they, they repented. And there could have been a great eclipse back at that time. There's some speculation about that. They repented and, and the judgment was averted. So now we're seeing, you know, seven Salem, seven Ninevehs. It formed this gigantic X in the middle of America on, on April 8th. And another interesting thing is that there's going to be a planetary alignment on that same day with the sun. You know, the Bible talks about signs in the sun, moon, and stars. Yeah. You know, it talks about the heavens declare the glory of God. And so, you know, throughout history, God has used, you know, uh, the sun, the moon, the stars, these kind of things, eclipses to send messages to humanity. And the other interesting thing, if you compare these two eclipses to another one that occurred in 2000 uh, last year, it forms what's called a, a gigantic uh, a leaf which is a Paleo-Hebrew word for uh, alpha and, and, and tav. So alpha and omega, beginning to end, this is what Jesus called himself in, in, in you know, the book of Revelation. So right. it's, it's like multiple messages that God is sending, for perhaps for this, uh, this, this, this eclipse. And they say it's going to be one of the most viewed events in a- astronomical uh, history. Especially with on the morning of April 4th, when we've got Venus, Neptune, Saturn, and Mars all aligning in the morning sky. Yeah, I mean, it's just absolutely amazing, all these different things converging. And then, I mean, we didn't plan this, but, uh, you know, Pastor Paul Bailey and I, we started working on Revelation 9-11, our new book, you know, a couple years ago. And then I actually ran late in writing it. It was supposed to come out in January, and the publisher bumped it up to March 26th. Then I actually have another book coming out with Colonel Giamona called Your Mission in God's Army. That comes out April 16th. So these two books are coming out right as all these things are, you know, this great American eclipse. And, and uh, so it's an interesting uh, timing. It really is. More things are lining up. Troy Anderson, the author of Revelation 911, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. We appreciate it. 
It's a great honor. Thank, Thank you. you. Take care. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show, News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. All right, so I've had several people on the text line ask me this afternoon how my eye is. Um, well, I, there's good news. There's good news and there's, n- I don't want to say bad news, but there's not so good news. Okay, first of all, the floaters are gone. So Saturday, I'm sorry, it was Sunday. My wife and I were headed out to um, Swamp Rabbit Cafe. And while we're there, we always take the dogs on Sunday. It's a, it's a thing we do. The dogs love it. We love it. It's great. So uh, as I was going, we were going to a, a Swamp Rabbit Cafe. I had this sharp pain in my left eye. It was brief, but it was like, ow, wow, that hurt. Didn't think anything about it. Later on that night, I developed a massive floater. In my eye. It, I mean, this thing was just, it was just floating. Oh, it was awful. It's like I had a little alien in my eye. So I thought, well, that's weird. Okay, if this doesn't, you know, start getting better, I'm going to go see somebody. So I woke up on Monday morning, and that big floater had turned into, I've just, I describe it as millions of little floaters, all in my eye, just floating around there. So I said, all right, this is, this is not good. Need to go see somebody. So this morning, um, I got up and I went to Southern Eye Center and uh, met with Dr. Lee there. He was fantastic. What a great guy. Um, and he said, so at first, because I was doing some research, it seemed that I had a detached retina. And that's what a lot of people were saying. Charlie, you got a detached retina. Well, that's not the case. I do not have a detached retina. That's the good news. The bad news is... He said I had an eye stroke. What? He used the S word. And I'll be honest with you. I didn't hear a whole lot that he said after he said the S word. He said, you know, you've had an eye stroke. Because my mind was concentrated right on that word right there. Stroke. Because that's something you don't want, especially if you're like me and you have factor five Leiden genetic mutation, which means your blood clots quicker than the average person. So I was like, I was, I was kind of in shock. So, and, and I think he could tell I was in shock because he immediately turned to my wife and started talking to her, you know, and I was like, yeah, that's a good thing, doc, that you're talking to her because I'm not, I don't hear a thing you're saying right now. Not only is my left eye shut down, my ears have now shut down as well. So um, uh, there is some blood in the eye. That was apparently what was causing the, um, the floaters. But I got good news right now. All the floaters are gone. So the floaters are gone right now, but I'm still, it's still like I'm looking through a muddy glass, like a muddy glass of water. Well, I, I'm going to go to, I will not be here on Thursday because I'm going to Dr. Goodwin. And he's going to be taking a look at my eye, and we're going to decide what the course of action is going to be as far as this is concerned. Now, I've heard, you know, I've had several, I've been doing some research, because of course I did. I mean, the, the second I got home, I, I flipped open the computer, and I started looking up eye stroke. And a lot of those things are like, this is, this is actually a mini stroke. 
that you just had in your eye instead of your brain. Oh my gosh, that's not good news. That's that's I mean just think about the other things any of the other things that could have happened. Now understand that the blood vessels in your eye are very small, they're very very tiny. Um, but this is affecting my vision somewhat. So hopefully it's either going to be with an injection of a medication into my eye, which, no, I'm not looking forward to that on, on Thursday morning. That's not a way to start the day. It's 730. You don't want to do that. Or it's going to be repaired in whatever way they can do it with lasers. Apparently, I've also looked at there's a lot of new technology that they can use as far as uh, as treating these things. But there is a a spot of blood on on the retina of my eye. It was very close to a spot that would have been a lot worse. In fact, Dr. Lee said it was uh, it was only about a millimeter away from a, a spot in my eye where I would have just been blind in half of my eye. So now I don't know if that was temporary or if that was going to be permanent or whatever. But um, Charlie, it sounds like diabetic retinot uh, retinot ret retinopathy, but it's not. I'm not diabetic. I've never been diabetic. My blood sugar has always been perfectly normal. So uh, somebody saying Dr. Goodwin is good. I'm very happy to hear that. Uh, Charlie, you need medical marijuana. <laughs> i tell you what, don't think, hey, uh, uh-uh, forget the medical stuff. I know a guy. I'm going to get the good stuff. Don't you worry about that. So anyway, we'll find out on Thursday morning exactly what's going on with the eye. And again, uh, after getting a shot in my eye, sorry, folks, I'm just not coming to work after that. That's just, that's going to be off the list coming up on Thursday. So I'm going to be resting, going to be recuperating. And the good news is that Dr. Lee said that I did not have to do housework for at least a year. I'm very happy for that. I paid him handsomely to say that, by the way. So no, it was simply joking about that. So um, I don't have to restrict my activity or anything like that, at least as far as I know. Um, and hopefully I'll be able to get out and play golf in the morning. So but again, Thursday morning, we'll find out what Dr. Goodwin has to say and uh, we will go from there. But right now, I mean, that. well, wait a minute, got a couple of floaters there, but not nearly as bad as it was. I mean, it was really bad there. So we'll take a quick break and be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.